It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, a licensed nutritionist, and today's nutritional information is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutritional information. You know, there's so much to talk about today. Yes. Nutrition is front-page news these days, and frankly, it needs to be. Definitely. We have lots of different topics prepared, but... We want to open up the phone lines because today is Ask the Nutritionist. <laughs> you know, and I always invite Anna Derhock to join me on these Ask the Nutritionist because Anna has a wealth of knowledge. She has a master's degree in nutrition, a bachelor's degree in nutrition, <laughs> and has been working for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And um, she's a wonderful nutrition educator, and she presents many different topics to a variety of wellness programs. You've been around, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, yep. I just got up with Life, Life Touch and Eden Prairie and lots of places. So, and then you also have three little ones. Yep. <laughs> and and so, how old's Luke now? Luke is almost five months. So. Okay. And so you see, you see people see a lot. Children, of children, infants. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And so you also see people on Saturdays yes. because you're going from. The studio today to see clients in St. Paul, right? Yep, definitely. And I love seeing clients on Saturdays because it tends to be a little bit more relaxed yes, it does. at the office. <laughs> and my husband gets to spend time with the kids, so they get a lot, a lot of good daddy bonding time. That's good. Um, yeah, and he's a great dad, so he knows how to handle them. Um, I never have to worry about him feeding them junk food. That's a positive. <laughs> yes. No so, candy bars. No candy bars. <laughs> no cereal because I don't keep it in the house. So, but yeah. Um, but Dar, we're gonna open up the phone lines today, and um, we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna have Dar um, give you guys the number. So if you want to stump us or you know have a question, okay, I mean, you don't have to stump us. But <laughs> so let's just give us a call. It is six five one. Six four one one zero seven one. Yes, and we'll try to answer all the questions you might have. Yes, and a couple of weeks ago, Dar, you and Wendy and Tamara were talking about roadblocks that can get in the way of healthy eating. So I would like to talk more about one of those roadblocks that help people that really knock people that or can help knock those down those roadblocks. So you know, and I think we just went through this holiday of the Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and so. <laughs> I bet a lot of people are thinking about roadblocks. And, you know, I bet this might, you know, here's one that we hear when people are talking to us, clients. Well, this is one, you know, that we hear over and over from clients. Well, I have to take take care of everyone else first. Right. And, you know, it's just... You know, when you think about it, if you if you're not healthy yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. That's, that's right. That's how I think about it. So, I mean, it may be a new concept, but um, we're going to talk about that in just a little bit because we have lots of callers. Um, so we're going to take Nancy, who has a question on yeast. Okay. We'll start right away. Okay. okay. Nancy, hello. Hi. Hi. Good, 
Good yes. morning. <laughs> Turn off your radio. I did, yes. Okay, thank you, Nancy. And I have two questions. Mm-hmm. One is about, I have overgrowth of yeast in the gut, uh, the old uh, yeast connection. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I do go to a holistic clinic, and I started out with the strict diet for yeast connection, and then... Um, modified that a little bit, but still uh, gluten-free, dairy-free, and I'm taking Candacid Forte, a supplement to help kill off that yeast, but I can't take um, too much of anything in pill form. My body's just real sensitive to any any pills. Right. Okay. And I'm wondering what else I can do, uh, such as I continue to get um, outbreaks of thrush around my mouth mm-hmm. and nose. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can put on that? Well, I have a couple of ideas here for you because if people often, and this is what we have found clinically and uh, working with a variety of people, you know, if you look at the old yeast diet, Mm -hmm. you know, oftentimes they would say, okay, you can't have wheat or gluten, Mm -hmm. but you can have rice. Well, lo and behold, rice is high in sugar. So okay. we we don't have we don't have people taking in rice or some of those other grains yeah. because rice actually of any kind yep any kind mm-hmm. because what it does is it turns into sugar too fast so okay. we eliminate that we up we've upgraded the candida <laughs> diet a lot <laughs> yes but it's old <laughs> yeah it is old it's yeah. fifty years old at least and so you know there's been a lot of information that have come out but sometimes. Unless you work with a lot of people with these problems, they don't really upgrade. And so we get rid of the rice. We we also, if you look at some fruits, actually fruits are okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like strawberries (laughs) are very, very low in sugar. And so then it opens up abilities to have a variety of foods. But you're doing, you know, and you're doing meats and vegetables and good fats. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, so that so just some ideas on that. Yeah, but we also we also have a very effective homeopathic formula that call that's called Aquaflora, mm-hmm. and we have people in it's it's a liquid. You take two tablespoons in the morning with a little bit of water, and it works just like it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps with people that have you know sometimes you get sinus. You get the yeast it's fungus okay. in your sinuses. It clears that up. It clears up thrush. Yeah. And because of it, the fact that it's homeopathic, it doesn't um, It doesn't usually give people that awful die-off that they talk about sometimes. You know, uh-huh. it is a slower process, and people are able to use it. Yeah. So those are my, oh, you wanted to, you know, <laughs> Anna, you want to talk about, we could talk about a little acidophilus mm-hmm. in the mouth. You know, yep. talk about baby, yeah. you know, thrush and baby yep. stuff. Um, so, Nancy, I had, um, my second child had a lot of thrush, and so, and she was passing it back and forth to me, um, and I just, so I loaded up on um, acidophilus myself, and then I would just give her liquid um, acidophilus, so I'd mix it with, a, I'd mix powder with a little bit of water, and I'd just coat her tongue with it. Mm-hmm. And within probably three or four weeks of me doing that, it was totally gone. And I'm telling you, it was thick on her tongue. So um, acidophilus is another wonderful key to getting rid of yeast as well. And you can buy that over the counter, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, you know, so you may want to come check us, one of us out. I mean, I think Anna's had a lot of experience working with people with candida. Yep. And we can kind of help you get through this. Mm-hmm. You know, you also have to support the intestinal tract. 
and you have to support the liver when you're doing this. Yeah. And it, it we need to have it in a slower process, but so that your body actually can handle it. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but thank you for Thanks the for call. Thanks for the call, Nancy. Yes. Um, we're going to, I, Dara, let's take one more color sure. and then we'll probably have to go to break. Wow. Already. Okay. <laughs> um, Elizabeth, you had a question? Good morning. Oh, yes. Morning. Uh, I just recently, I uh, was having some pains in my, uh, rib section right under my breast okay. and my doctor wasn't certain what was going on. So I had a, uh, I think it was a CT scan of my, my midsection. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that showed was, uh, my had a fatty liver, fatty liver. Okay. And, uh, so, I, so people are, you know, we hear this a lot now, don't we, Anna, mm-hmm. you know, fatty livers, what mm-hmm. is that from? Well, mm-hmm. guess what? It's what they're finding is it's from too much sugar, mm-hmm. too many processed carbohydrates. Oh, really? And yeah. too much sugar in your diet, and it's it's very similar to, uh, to cirrhosis, c- like of from alcohol. There, yep. Thank you for that word. <laughs> You're welcome. I, you knew I was looking for <laughs> <Yep>. that word. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> so it is very similar to cirrhosis of the liver, and it's a fatty liver, and it's again the sugar and the processed carbohydrates. Oh, because I know I've done some reading, and the reading says it's fat, fat foods doesn't. No, doesn't it's cause it. well, if you're eating fatty trans foods fat. that um, no, have trans fats and maybe you know like uh, muffin, that's or that's yeah cookies. Or cookies, yep. Uh-huh. Those would be it. Those would be the the good question. Yeah, great question. Yeah. I well, love that. It sounds like sugar should be the key thing, and yeah. And I, although I don't eat much sugar, but in the I had in the past I've eaten a lot of. Can't just eat one cookie, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah. so, uh, so that that makes sense because of, uh, like I can say I don't fry food and I don't eat a lot of fats. I don't put a lot of, you know, and so what could be causing this? Yeah, so, it's the sugar, and so sugar. you know, and basically people don't realize uh, you can reverse that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You, but you have to really, you know, yeah. you have to know what you're doing, and you have to really, I think. You know, that's one of the reasons that we developed our Nutrition for Weight Loss uh, program, because Mm -hmm. what it does is it helps people understand insulin resistance, you know, blood Mm -hmm. sugar, how to reduce the carbs to a a reasonable level Mm -hmm. and not have the cravings. And then, you know, on the side of... I don't crave, it's just that when I get started, you know... Yeah, well, when you get started, you can't stop. (laughs) If one cook, I might eat two or three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... So that's what's going on. Yep. So reduce your carbs. Yes. So thanks for the call this morning. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Elizabeth. And we are going to take our first break. Um, You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Are you worried about your memory? I know I am sometimes. Um, I can relate because with a newborn, many days my brain just doesn't tend to function properly and but I know today it is. Yes, but today it is. Yes. <laughs> and I and I know, I know I need some extra sleep, but a new government study says there is little evidence that all the fancy drugs do not prevent Alzheimer's disease. So what you have to look for is the good news about this is that there is evidence that being active, eating the healthy fats. Yes, I said he- healthy fats, so butter, olive oil, avocados and lots of fruits and vegetables. Plus, the, with um, the, you know, the consumption of cold water fish help to pamper your blood vessels and is very effective in preventing Alzheimer's. So if you have questions for Ask the Nutritionist, call 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back. 
Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, Anna was talking about a prevention plan for Alzheimer's disease and dementia. So if you smoke, stop. (laughs) Smoking increases your risk of dementia by 80%. Oh, my gosh. And stop with one drink. Up to 25% of all dementia may be due to heavy drinking. Ah, but let's face it. Most people have quit smoking a long time ago. <laughs> and, they're, and you know, we don't see heavy drinkers. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly. But here is one habit that just might be catching you. A big waistline in the middle, in midlife, like, you know, when you're 40 40s, or 50 50s. or 60, boosts your chances of memory problems. Wow. So belly fat fuels inflammation. And plaque buildup in your arteries. And it's kind of like the collar. Yep. Yeah. With the fatty liver. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Same thing going on in her liver. Yep. Yep. So maybe it's time to check out our new Nutrition for Weight Loss program. It starts again the week of January 10th. And if you are concerned about the size of your waist or you're just not feeling good about yourself, we've all been there, um, and want to get back into those slim pants, call 651-699-3438 for all the details. Or you can also visit our website www.weightandwellness.com. And I know we have a lot of callers, but one of the, someone asked us to repeat that homeopathic, and it's called Aquaflora, Mm -hmm. and it's easy to take, and it works, and we have it at all of our offices, and um, so. It's awesome. Yes. But we're going to get to more callers. In fact, before we do that. Yes. You know, this, I want to just announce to the people, because we're talking about our offices. This weekend, we're moving our White Bear office. To a shopping mall in North Oaks, and we'll be on Highway 96, and we'll be in the Village Center Mall, and our address is 123 Village <laughs> Center Mall. That's easy. And we're, we're going to have a larger office, a very nice classroom. So next week, just stop in and say hi, and uh, if you want to make an appointment, all you have to do is call 651-699-3438, and somebody would be able to help you. Yes. And I'm going there to do a little cleaning afterwards. <laughs> Lots of dirt <laughs> from all the new construction. Okay, Sheila. Hello, Sheila. Yeah. Hi, you have a question? Yes, I'm wondering what can you do nutritionally for Lyme disease, or is there any product that can help with Lyme disease? Oh, uh, how, now do you have Lyme's? No, it's a friend of mine. Okay. Well, I think the first thing that I would look at is making sure that the the way person is eating, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit more protein, you know, protein that is really, even if they can do grass-fed meat, it's going to have more nutrients in it, mm-hmm. good healthy fat like olive oil and avocados and nuts and seeds, um, vegetables, lots of leafy greens, nice. lots of vegetables. Get rid of the grains, get rid of the dairy, get rid of the sugar, and just kind of give your immune system as much good nutrition as possible. And I mean, that's where I would start. And then I think on an individual basis, it's like they have to almost see, you know, a nutritionist to, there's different things that will help. And sometimes you need to couple that with uh, medication too. She has a lot of joint pain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that could just be, and I don't know if she's eating bread or... You know, even even rice. I mm-hmm. mean, too much of that is going to cause inflammation in the joints. Yeah. So, you know, have her give us a call and um, 
and make an appointment or just call our office and we'll you know we'll just discuss things with people okay yeah. thank so, you thank you Thanks, for Sheila. the call okay we're going to take Casey's call Casey you had a question about oatmeal Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, uh, sometimes I give the kids eggs and uh, the Jones brand sausage for breakfast. Okay. And then just to um, kind of alternate with that, I give them oatmeal with raisins. And when listening to you before and you say divide the number of carbohydrates by four to get the amount of sugar, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the packaging, that's 58 grams of carbohydrates. Wow. Wow. What type of... That's, that's a very... <laughs> is, it, is it instant oatmeal? No, it's the Quaker, wow. um, not the um, well, Quick Cook, but you, the... Well, you can see why we're not big uh, <laughs> supporters of uh, that type of oatmeal. I mean, you know, maybe if you would have, have uh, a cup? you know, uh, well, oh, not even that much, cut. just steel-cut oats, mm-hmm. and then have a couple of eggs with that or something like an egg with that so that they get the protein. Yep. So, Anna, do you know on steel cut, uh, a qu- half a cup would have what, about? Tw- it's, it's about 20 grams 20 of carbs. Grams. Yep. Yeah. Which would be, you know, that would be okay. And yeah. then if you had some uh, meat or some egg with that, that would work fine. Yeah. So, but, so maybe have the oatmeal and take out the raisins because yeah. that seems. That's what's pushing yeah. it up probably. Yeah, because I was going to say. You know, each raisin has a one gram of carbohydrates. So when you put 10 raisins in, you got 10 grams of carbs. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's easy to do. Yeah. Would I be better off just sticking with the eggs, or is that a good idea to mix it up? Uh, I think um, it, it, a better option, a yeah. healthier option would be to have a serve a sweet potato or part of a sweet potato with your eggs so you're changing up the carbs for the yeah. kids. Okay. It's got more nutrients in it. Yeah, than the oatmeal. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank good, you. Yeah, Thanks. Good, great question. Thanks, Casey. Yeah, good questions that this was, morning. That was awesome. Um, Laurel, you had a question on nutrition for allergies? Yes, I do. Um, I have a daughter who's frequently sick, and she just recently had some immune system testing done. Mm-hmm. And one of the tests that came back was that she has a lot of allergies. And um, I'm wondering how I can kind of minimize her allergic responses. Well, <laughs> Anna, maybe, you know, just talk about uh, Luke and what yeah. you're doing. Cause... Yep. Um, okay, so... My son, the the newborn, he is um, he's got a little eczema on his face, and so what I have been doing is I've started cutting out the gluten, because um, gluten can really spark that immune response, and it's very very inflammatory. And usually allergies start to stem from um, your gut health, and so if it's if it's poor, if there's you know, um, if gluten is causing a lot of um, inflammation, it can actually poke holes into the gut and cause that immune response in your bloodstream, which can cause a lot of other allergies. So what Anna is, she's cut the gluten out of her diet because mm-hmm. she's uh, breastfeeding. Yeah, because I'm breastfeeding. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that. And and yep. since you've done that, have you seen that the mm-hmm. the eczema, eczema has gone, it's, it's disappeared? It's, it's gone down. It's not totally gone yet, okay. but it's gone down. It's not as red and it's not as dry and it's it, the the patch is getting smaller. So, so when you when you look at allergies and immune response, it means of course that the immune system is not functioning as well as it should. Yeah. So then you have to look at all the foods that might be causing more of an irritation to the immune system. And a couple of things, like Anna said, like the gluten. But dairy? And dairy for some people. You know, soy is one of those other foods that is 
high on the sensitivity list. Yeah. So, um, you know, diet really makes a difference, and you can really help support that immune function. And, of course, you know, just sugar. Yeah, sugar itself depresses the immune system. So. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, And is the best way to figure those things out just try one of them at a time? I think that's a probably a good idea, yeah. or... Uh, we often, when we're working with people, we often take people, and, and they really have health issues, you know. Yeah, just, severe. You know, they've got inflammation or joint pain or whatever it is. We we do recommend no gluten and no dairy and no soy. Yeah. And then we do that for, say, six weeks, and we see how people are feeling. Yeah. And sometimes you have to remove other things, too. Yeah. And then suddenly all their aches and pains go away. And sometimes, and then you can always bring back and see how you tolerate it. Yep. Yep. That's, That's what we suggest. Usually gluten and dairy together would be helpful and then see which one's probably causing it. Yep. So, okay. you know, yeah. you can really, you honestly, with the right eating plan, I hate to say it diet because everybody thinks that means weight loss, weight but loss. a right eating plan yep. can really increase your immune function. Yep. And we know that from our personal experiences. Yep. Definitely. We've seen it yep. countless times. So, Yep. We've seen it in clients and we've seen it in our families. Yep. It's it's quite amazing. Yep. So thanks for thanks the call Laura, today. Thanks for the call. Um, we're going to take one more. Um, Pamela, you had a question on planter's warts? Yeah, my daughter's 17 now and she's spent years in dance and she's still dancing where they used to dance on the floor without any shoes on, but I said you can't do that anymore. But she's had... Ended up with two planters warts, and we've gone to the doctor numerous times, and he's frozen them off. Okay. And but they're still slightly there. Okay. So I'm wondering, can she do something in her diet that will help her on the inside to eliminate those? Yes, you can. Diet's huge with that. Um, the biggest thing is um, because it's more of a fungal component. I would uh -huh. definitely get anything with yeast um, and and possibly gluten because that can actually inflame it too. Um, and sometimes dairy, so you have to watch that because that will feed, that will fuel sometimes that fungal component in the gut, mm -hmm. which is causing them to come back. Um, another thing I use that is um, specifically, it's more of like a supplemental thing. Okay. It's called um, grapefruit seed extract. Okay. And um, the one we sell is called Liquid Advantage, mm -hmm. and it is unbelievable for any type of warts. Uh, um, I've had countless clients use it, and Every time it gets rid of them and it keeps them away. Um, put it on it? Or yep, you put it right on there. Okay. Yep. It's, it's a liquid? It's a liquid. It's one of the most powerful antifungal, antivirals on the planet, basically. And, and it's just from grapefruit seed. Yep. It's totally natural, um, very strong, very potent. You just put it right on there. I'd probably do it three times a day okay. and until it's gone. All right. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that easy enough for you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it'd be a breeze for me. I just have to make sure my 17-year-old does it. Yeah, well, right. You, know, you can put a, a drop on a little Band-Aid. And, yeah, then, then, and just keep it on there. Yep, yep. That okay. would work, too. Yep. yep. All right, that's a great idea. Okay. All right, All right thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Pamela. All right. It's, it's break time? Yes, we're going to take a break. Um, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and we seem to be talking about the brain today, but it's important. Your brain's important. So in the past, researchers thought... We were stuck for life with whatever brain cells and connections yes. we managed to make in our youth. But now we know your brain keeps regenerating itself for most of your life. So you feed your brain the raw materials it needs to continually regenerate. 
and fruits and vegetables, good fats, water, and healthy protein. Those are the most important things for your brain. When we come back, Dar is going to share information about two special brain-boosting supplements. If you have questions, 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, we were talking about nutrition for your brain. And I have two very powerful brain supplements that I personally have found that benefit my brain. And the first is a special type of omega-3, and it's called DHA. And it is the ultimate brain food. Um, DHA keeps the walls or the membrane around your cells very flexible, fluid, and able to communicate with each other. You know, remember that your brain is 60% fat, and over half of that fat is DHA. And in one study, researchers found that people who had declining memories, you know, and they weren't think they weren't able to remember very well any longer, those who took DHA daily as a supplement improved so much that their brain became three years younger. <laughs> and this was just a short study. I mean, this so wasn't crazy. that they were taking it for months and months and months. Right. This was a short period of time. Wow. And their brain actually got better by uh-huh. putting the right fats into the brain. Amazing. So, I love it. So we had questions, I yes, think. Yes, we did have um, another caller called in about the wart remedy again, so I'm just going to give that. Um, it's specifically called um, grapefruit seed extract. We sell something called Liquid Advantage. It's the same thing. And basically you do it three times a day, a couple drops on, on each wart, um, and it's, you know, it's totally natural. Um, just squeeze from a grapefruit. Squeeze from a grapefruit, and um, you just do it until the wart is gone. Yep. And it usually gets rid of it f- for good. Yep. So, um, and then we had a question about whole oats compared to steel-cut oats, and I'm guessing you you meant rolled oats. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still think that steel-cut oats are are the best just because they're, they tend to be less refined. Yep. More so, fiber. More fiber. More, yep. Yep. Easier to break down. So. Yep. 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 So, should we take more callers? Yes, let's do. Julie is on line three. Julie, you had a question about our neurotransmitters? Yeah, I just had a question related to dopamine and serotonin and how that was related to your intestinal health. Okay. Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, um, so you must have been listening to us for a while. I have. (laughs) I have. I have a daughter who's got um, anxiety as well as... um, ADD, and we're working on in improving that. But it, you know, from what I understand, it all stems with what's going on in her intestinal tract and trying to get that healthy. You know, you know what we have actually we have an ADD ADHD class going on this morning in Wyzetta at ten o'clock, and it's only twenty five dollars, and it's a two hour class, and I mean, you would love the class because there's just lots of good information. That we're going to share there, but okay, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm actually seeing Ka- um, Cassie. She's oh, okay. working with us, but okay. my mom's listening, so I thought it would be good for her to learn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, when you look at the, you know, when you look at the intestinal tract, um, we make actually we make all of our neurotransmitters in our intestinal tract, which is surprises people, mm-hmm. yeah. and we make it from meat mm-hmm. and the beneficial bacteria that's called bifidobacteria. So you have to have that good bacteria in your intestinal tract. 
And, you know, we get that when we're breastfed to Mm -hmm. begin with. And but if people are on antibiotics, it often gets killed off. And then you don't have it. And then you're not making your neurotransmitters as well as you should be. Yeah. So that's it's kind of basic. It's It's basic basic. science, but it's so interesting how that affects your overall health. And it isn't just dopamine and serotonin. It makes all the brain brain chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. So. So does that answer it well enough or? Yeah. And so it's really just about, it's not, the chemicals don't, you know, aren't, don't originate in the brain. They start in your intestinal yep. tract and you keep right. that healthy. And then that will, I mean, our goal ultimately is to reduce the medications that she's on, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and yep. we're trying out some different things. So, um, I just wanted you to talk a little bit about that. So thank you. You're okay. welcome. <laughs> Thanks, you know, Julie. just to give, give some other ideas too, but, and yeah. there are some foods then that will interfere with how well your intestinal tract works, and that is gluten. Yeah. And and they found that at least 30% of the population is now sensitive to gluten. And I think there is, we find, right, Anna, that mm-hmm. when you're working with people with ADD or ADHD, that there's certainly, they seem to function much better and do much better when we do remove the gluten out of their diet. Yes. And Angela, one of our nutrition educators, she can testify to that because her daughter was yes. very like, very much like that. Yeah. So, yep. So, yeah. Food is important. Food okay. is very important. Okay. Um, okay. We have Susan. Susan, you had a question on whole oats? Yes. Uh, my husband and I have whole oats on occasion, but they're not groats. They're not steel cut. They're actually the whole kernel. Oh, okay. Oh, that's co-op. what you're talking about. Well, I imagine that's even better than that, steel That cut. would even be better, yes. So yes. I can't find it anywhere on the Internet, and I thought I must be crazy. I can't, you know. <laughs> no. No, that's what, that would be great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. great. Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, okay. Susan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. You had a question about that's oh I don't even know what your what's what's your question Mike? Good morning Mike. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, my question is on lipoma. L i p o m a. Fatty deposits just below the skin. Okay. And everything I've found so far is that there's nothing to do about it except surgically remove them. They're non-cancerous. Um, there's got there's obviously some kind of a uh, something the body is trying to clean out, but I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of them. Well, I'm I can take some guesses. That's all I can you know <laughs> not for sure, but these are some things that I would try. Okay. Um, I would re I would not eat any trans fat. Yep. Nothing that has partially hydrogenated oil. Or high, partially hydrogenated fat or hydrogenated fat, no refined oil, no corn oil, no soybean oil, no cottonseed oil, no. Yeah. <laughs> Even most canola oils are refined. Yeah. So that was where I'd start with number one. And then number two, I'd probably take uh, a fair amount of omega-3 fish oil and uh, some activated omega-6 that's called GLA. Yeah. And, and then I'd... I'd you know, I'd remove sugar out of my diet. Yeah. <laughs> sugar, sugar, yeah. Sugar and the trans fats are the biggest things, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, these, they, they were, you know, kind of hard, but then since drinking water for about the year and a half of three to four quarts a day, they've actually softened. Okay, that's okay. good. That's and good. so I think you'll get good results by taking the omega, omega-3s. Yeah. I'm, and I'm thinking like 6,000. Yeah, like milligrams. high doses. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. 
Yep. All right. Great Perfect. question. Cheating. Yeah. Interesting you, you, question. Yeah. That was a good one. You almost stumped us there. <laughs> stumped me for a while. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much. No Bye. problem. Um, so. So um, <clears throat> we were talking, because we don't have any callers right now, so we can okay. go back to what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> or should we take a quick break and then we come back? We could take a quick break. And then we'll have a little bit more time. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and um, Dar is going to mention a couple different things um, about um, the, the brain supplements when we come back. But if you haven't checked out our class schedule recently, Dar just mentioned that we're having our um, ADD, ADHD class, um, um, all about nutrition to help ADD um, in, in Wyzetta, and it's a two-hour class. It's chock full of great suggestions, brain calming foods. Um, and we know that sugar is very excitatory while, while good fats, olives, avocados, butter, and olive oil are very calming for the nervous system and the brain. So just a little bit of information you will learn. And this class is at our YZ office at 10 a.m. And you can sign up today. Um, it's very reasonable. It's only $25. So call our office at 651-699-3438 if you have questions. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before I mentioned, I support my brain with two different brain supplements. And we talked about DHA and omega-3 fat. Now I want to share information about brain vibrance. And we took our brain vibrance before yes, we started. Yes, we did. And, you know, when I started taking brain vibrance, this and this is a true story. <laughs> my word <laughs> recall got better because my brain was working better and it felt alive. So what is in Brain Vibrance? Some proven brain nutrients. Acetyl-L-carnitine, phosphocholine, and phosphatidylserine. And this wonderful formula, it just works. Mm -hmm. And I really feel blessed to know this information because I want my brain working for at least another 20 years, maybe 30 years. (laughs) So how much DHA is recommended? Um, You know, if if people are noticing some memory problems, this is what research says. 400 to 900 milligrams is recommended for brain wellness. And if you're just, you know, you just want to keep your memory going, you know, a couple hundred, maybe 400 milligrams is really beneficial. So many studies have found that DHA from algae source, not from a fish source, is the most beneficial. Mm. The algae source of DHA matches the DHA in our brain. So when you're looking for DHA, always buy an algae source. Yeah. And I know that's what we have at our office. Yep, definitely. And um, so we had a question about, let's answer yes, this one. We had a question about first baby foods. Um, mm-hmm. The woman has a six-month-old. And so the first things that I usually give my babies um, is usually an egg yolk, just the yolk. But an organic egg yolk. But an organic egg yolk. De- very important. That's going to have all that good DHA in it. Lots yes. of good nutrients. Um, yeah, just hear that. She just said DHA in yes. the brain. DHA, 100 milligrams in each egg yolk. Yep. So you're just feeding that baby brain food. Yep. Um, and I um, and sometimes you just mix it with a little bit of breast milk. Um, if they're six-month-old, um, they can probably handle a little bit, just a little bit of mayo to, to kind of mix in with there. 
and mm-hmm. and and it just makes it kind of zesty, tasty. Um, and then sweet potato is probably the first thing I give. I gave Luke. He he's four and a half months. Um, you do uh, avocado, avocado and banana. Yep, okay. I did. I do a little pudding, um, and he loved that. Mm-hmm. He's um he's he he loved carrots and chicken. I made him carrots and chicken. Okay, and he's been eating that. So any type of protein source, protein is the easiest for them to digest at first. So anything you can get ground up enough for them to eat it. Um, but we really d- recommend that you stay away from the rice. Yep, the, the rice cereal is and, not great, and it, you just can't any grains. And we're not just talking about gluten grains, but any grains babies usually cannot digest until they're at least a year. Yes. So just remember that really stay away from the rice cereal right now. So should we take more callers? Yes, let's okay. take a caller. Let's see. Okay, Don. Don, um, you have a question about stenosis. Can you just explain to all of the callers what that is? Um, it's the narrowing of the bones and the vertebrae in the back. Okay. And um, my father has a combination of that, osteoporosis and a herniated disc. So he has severe pain. And nothing seems to be helping him. We've been to the pain clinic and tried many different treatments. So I'm wondering if you have any ideas on that. Well, I mean, I think you're talking inflammation Mm -hmm. that's the bottom cause of that. So what causes more just generalized inflammation? And and one of the things, share your story about you you cut out eating any gluten, any bread, for Luke, because yep. you're breastfeeding him. But also, what have you found about your own body? My own body is I have no more inflammation. Like, I was really achy. Um, I'd wake up, and um, my muscles were really tight, and I have none of that. And that's and I just cut it out in the last week and a half, and I I feel awesome. So cutting out the so br- cutting breads out the and the pastas, pastas and the cereals and the sugar and yep. is going to reduce, and probably the dairy products. Yep. And um, that's, pro- you know, that would be where I would start. And and again, you know, meat is non-inflammatory. Yep. So good quality meat. Grass-fed meat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, having that, but not too much at a time. Yep. You know, you don't want to go like six to ten ounces. You want to go, you know, four. four ounces for a serving. and But you eat it several times a day, and that's uh, anti-inflammatory. Yep. And then lots of vegetables. And lots of uh, fish oil, like good omega-3s. Lots of fish oil, yeah. good fats, you know, olive yeah. oil, avocados, you know, those kinds of things. Yep, salmon. And, um, and then, you know, if it's, if you're, you've got to make sure that you're taking the right bone-building uh, foods to, um, and supplements to prevent osteoporosis. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you you have to look at why people be, have osteoporosis. Is it is it their gut related? Yeah, yeah, or is it their drinking pop, or what is causing those things? Yeah. So there's just there's so, lots of you know when we work with clients we 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 dig through their we dig health, deep. Yep, we look at their health history and look at all the different factors that go into making up their body and their brain and their health. Yeah. So oh, that sounds good. Uh, how how much is an individual session to bring my father in for, for something like that? For for for, an, for ahead, an, Anna. yeah, for an initial, it's two hundred and fifty dollars. 
Okay. Yep, and it's usually two hours, and we're very thorough, and we go through, you know, what specifically he needs to do with his eating. Um, we also go through supplements that are key for his his bone health and for bringing down that inflammation. Um, and we just work with him, and we educate him on why we want him to do these things. Right. So. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a great idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks for well, the thank call. Thank you for your help. Thanks, Don. Yep. No problem. Yep. So more callers. More callers. Okay, so Debbie, you had a question on progesterone cream? Uh, yes, I am 44, and I'm considering starting a progesterone cream because uh, the two days before my um, period starts, I have really bad um, headaches, yep. and I've heard that that might help, and I'm wondering if before I start, if I should get my hormone levels checked, and if so, what time of the month is, does it matter what time of the month you get them checked? Oh, you know, I think it would be very safe to go ahead and use it, uh, you know, seven days before your period starts. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that's all you need to use it for the month. And, okay. um, you know, usually <clears throat> it's usually a quarter of a teaspoon. It's, and that's how, about how much your body makes anyway. Yeah, that's what okay. your body should be making. You know, kind of rub it on the thinner skin parts of your body, like the inner wrist uh, over your in your front of your neck over your thyroid, yeah. um, palms of your hands are good. These are thin-skinned areas of your body, yeah. and then it gets absorbed, and you probably won't have any, you know, it'll probably help your headaches. Yeah. If that doesn't help, then <laughs> <laughs> we, have a, we do have a wonderful product that's called Estrofactors, and that helps your liver eliminate the extra estrogens that are in your body. Actually, and, I've been taking that, and I've been taking that, and it's not doing it. <laughs> okay, okay, well, then add mm-hmm. the progesterone. Yeah. Okay. And are you taking is, three estrofactors a day? I I do. Um, when I get close to my cycle, I take two the rest of the time. Okay. Okay, well, then add a little progesterone, and it should help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so just the seven days before? I would say so. Yeah. I, th- okay. I don't think you need it any more than that. Yeah. Okay, great. Right. Thank you very much. Okay, Thanks, Debbie. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, let's go to Kathy. You had a question, a general question. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Well. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go to Kate. Um, Katie, you had a question? Yeah. Um, I had a question about my daughter. My 8-year-old daughter just had her appendix removed. And I'm wondering, you know, we've always heard that the appendix does nothing and was wondering if there, if she needs, if I should be feeding her different foods to make up for whatever it is that the appendix is no longer doing. <laughs> well, I, you know, I would just make sure that you're, you know, feeding her really healthy now to kind of support just her immune system and mm-hmm. uh, the, the results of the surgery. And then, you know, because she's had surgery, I would certainly give her some bifidobacteria okay. for you know, at least six weeks, maybe a couple of months, because she certainly has had a lot. I'm sure she's had a lot of antibiotics. She has. Yeah, yeah. she also developed pneumonia right afterwards. Oh, okay. my goodness. Yeah. Oh, poor girl. So, you know, the, you know, she can maybe swallow capsules, or we actually have bifidobacteria in a powdered mm-hmm. form, and you can just mix it in water and have her take it at least twice a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, then she should be fine, I would yeah. think. Without the appendix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Katie. Um, it does have specific functions in the body. 
I know. That, I, well, it's that's what I've been. So reading. important. It actually it actually secretes cancer fighting. Um, 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 basically, it's they're like organisms that okay. help fight off cancer. So, I mean, they're huge for your immune system. But you know, a lot of people do have to have them. So, that just to support her immune system, and she'll she'll yep. be fine. Good. So. Oh, okay. I learned that from my husband. He's a chiropractor. Oh, okay. So lots of good research out there. <laughs> All right. Um, we have one more caller. I think we might get to her. Okay. Kathy? Hello, Kathy. You're on. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Hey, I have a quick question. Um, I slipped and fell on the ice last Sunday during the ice storm and injured my back. Mm-hmm. And just am in the process of healing. And I've heard you talk about there's um, additional supplements that one can take in order to heal quicker. Mm-hmm. And just what you would suggest, um, I eat very, very little processed foods. I do take the fish oil. And, and how much fish oil are you taking? Um, probably, let's see, one to two tablets, probably 2,000. Probably increase, double that at double least. That. Just okay. now for the next, maybe even triple it for the next, you know, two or three weeks. Okay. And then but, as mm-hmm. anti-inflammatories... Um, I mean, there's all kinds of different things that you can try. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things we have a we have a supplement that's called Caprex. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's a very good anti-inflammatory. Um, uh, you know, that's it. Kind of, I think sometimes you have to try different ones. Yeah, you know, it's a natural. It's made from olive leaf mm-hmm. extract, and oh, okay. So it's it's yeah. a natural anti-inflammatory. Anna, do you have other? Other natural oh, anti-inflammatories. Oh, you know, let's talk There's talk a, a little bit about magnesium. Oh yeah, magnesium is a natural muscle relaxant, so that might help release a lot of that tension and pressure where where you fell. So I take you know sometimes you have spasms. Milligrams. Yep. Okay, and I do take that too, but maybe um, increase think, it yeah. a little bit. Increase it too. Yep. Well, thank you everybody yes. for listening and all Thanks, the Kathy. great questions, and um, we will see you next week. Yep. Tune in. Thanks, right. you guys. Bye bye.